steady as she goes down the hall She leaves my room And we both know how the night will end And we're all watching to see So, did you miss me? Did you even know I was gone? Did you even know that the Mile High Show hasn't put up an episode in several months? Probably not. Actually, I'm probably the only one listening to this right now. Let's hear hear that. That's silence. That is every one of my listeners shouting with joy at my return. No, I don't know. Maybe there's a couple of you listening. I am going to do an episode uh, shortly, next few days, explaining why we put this show on hiatus. Um, There's a lot of things involved. I started some new ventures. I was very excited in January and February, the direction that this podcast and my professional life was going. Stay tuned, listen to the next episode that we're going to put up shortly. It's going to explain where that was going, but it was all live performance-based. And uh, I don't know if you guys heard, but something happened. It was called the uh, coronavirus, COVID-19. Kind of put put a little halt on live performances. And that's the direction this show in my professional life was going. Uh, So I was a little bummed out for... (laughs) Seven months, I've been a little bummed out. I have continued to produce podcasts for other entities, other individuals, but for my show, I just couldn't, I couldn't kick it into gear. And again, this is going to be 227. It's actually like 229, 230, but I, because I recorded a couple episodes I never launched. Again, listen to the next episode, and I will explain why that happened. I might even drop in some clips from the unaired episodes. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. I think we're getting back on track. I hope we're getting back on track. So let's cut this short. One of the reasons why I am optimistic about getting back on track is because of the two guests on today's show. The Den AZ is who I am speaking with. TheDenAZ.com is their website. Coffee, music, skate, create. It is a new venture by a, an old friend of mine, Stephen Kinsley, and his new partner, Michael. You're going to listen to these guys talk, hopefully more than me. They are launching The Den, a music venue, a creative space, a coffee shop, a skate park, in Prescott, listen to the show, listen to what they have to say, why they got launched, and you will understand why I am now excited about the direction that live performance is going in this area. Uh, they do have at thedenaz.com a link to their YouTube channel, which is the music. I don't even know who I'm playing in the intro and outro. It's going to be somebody, probably a gentleman by the name of Matt Fine, who recorded some video for The Den uh, to kick off their Kickstarter campaign. Uh, and that's what I want you guys to concentrate on here. We're going to talk about their vision, their uh, goals, but above all, I want you to lock in your brain, thedenaz.com, and click that Support Our Kickstarter campaign because they got about two weeks left to launch uh they need some backing they need some help they're gonna do this with or without your help but let's make it easier on them uh let's make it easier on the creatives in the prescott area and the quad cities area musicians and artists and uh guys like me who like to get up on a mic and uh and entertain people um We've got some stuff in the works, and I am excited that they have asked me to uh, contribute some ideas to their live venue. TheDenAZ.com, click that Kickstarter button, support our Kickstarter, drop them a few dollars, and, uh, and help them reach their goal sooner than later, because it will happen with or without our help, but hey, 
let's be on the ground floor of Stephen and Michael of the den making their dreams come true. And uh, again, the intro outro music is going to be somebody from the, I'm just, I'm, ste- I'm I'll cop to it now. I'm stealing it right off their YouTube. Probably Matt Fine, because I'm blown away by this guy. But uh, check out thedenaz.com. Click that Kickstarter button. And in the meantime, if you are unable to get your favorite coffee at the Den, because they're not open yet, check out my buddy who lives right down the street, Patrick Bowler. Bully. (laughs) This episode is brought to you by Bully. Dog. Coffee. I'm typing as I go. I'm an idiot. Bully dog coffee. <laughs> I'm an idiot. I am a complete idiot. I should edit this out, but I'm not. <laughs> I'm such an idiot. Bully dog coffee company right here in Chino Valley. Bullydogcoffeecompany.com. He roasts his own. He names all his blends after his favorite bulldogs and pit bulls that he's had. Patrick Bowler. That's who's sponsoring this show along with The Den because you can't get their coffee yet. Bullydogcoffeecompany.com. Patrick Bowler. Buy some coffee. I bought some. That's probably why I'm all jacked up. Uh, <laughs> but uh, so enjoy my talk with Stephen and Michael of thedenaz.com. Coffee, music, skate, create. And in the meantime, bullydogcoffeecompany.com. Get yourself some beans and get all jacked up like I am. Enjoy the show. And don't forget, check in soon. You're going to hear me yabbering about why I haven't posted lately down on me first off introduce yourselves and then plug everything you got uh facebook instagram website whatever it is you got to plug yeah so my name is steven kinsley and this is michael kelly and we run uh the den out here in prescott and so our plugs are www.thedenaz.com um, on social, it's the Den AZ everywhere. So, Facebook, Instagram, uh, YouTube, the Den AZ, uh, Twitter. Actually, Twitter is the Den Prescott because mm-hmm. there's a the Den AZ some for some reason. But um, probably yeah. somebody that hasn't posted anything in like five years. Ex- I, yeah, so. yeah. They, they just claimed they, it. Like, and they bought the domain and then they just left. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's ridiculous. But so yeah, so the den for you guys that don't know is um it's a full coffee house, music venue, big old skate half pipe in the uh in the in the backyard and we are not open yet, but we are trying to get to be open. Now yeah. we're gonna pop like I said, I'm gonna pop this up either late tonight yeah. or, or sometime tomorrow morning, which will be uh uh so tomorrow, I guess, you're gonna do a Kind of like a little meet and greet Saturday night. Is that yeah, still so on? Yeah, okay. so Halloween night here. Yeah, go for it. Oh no, yeah. Uh, so from six to nine on Halloween night, we are uh, we're doing our first like uh, public walkthrough. Gotcha. And, um, it's just a chance for people to see um, our vision, kind of hear what we're trying to do for the community, and kids can have candy, hot cocoa, cider, all, all the. Now the you the the place looks fantastic. We're sitting in the in the main room right now, the 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 coffee house section. Mm. You got a very uh, intimate room with a little uh, a, a little stage set up and a, just a, the presentation of it's fantastic. Thank you with your logo and then work in progress. Mm-hmm. On the other side of the wall is the the larger music venue yeah. portion. Well, and actually, technically, that's done. All, all, gotcha. all, all we need is a stage and, and, and yeah. an all-black room, right? And a place to plug <laughs> in. We, we just, just need the equipment. We just need you know, some sound gear and stuff yeah. like that, but it's pretty much done. <laughs> now, my, my first look at this place was yeah. from your, your pretty active social media campaign mm-hmm. uh, to get some followers, to get some backing, uh, some, some grassroots movement going. And when I saw the videos and the the uh, and I'll have a link to that in the show notes, but awesome. the videos and the and the stills, I was blown away at the look of this place. And then, quite frankly, I'll be I'll be completely honest. I came by last week. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize you guys were in here working because you at the time you had the the, the, the paper blacked the, out yeah. windows. windows. But I just kind of checked it out. I'm looking through, going, 
you know, it's it because we're in a, an industrial st- style style neighborhood. Um, what's the address, by the way? First off, go for it. Five thirty seven North Sixth Street. So near Fox Fox Foxworth Foxworth, 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 Foxworth Street corner from. Down the street from Pudge and Asties, a lot of people know where yes. that is. <laughs> uh, just I, up the street from the old roller rave. If people think oh, about just, the yeah. old roller rave in Prescott, that's where up the street from that's there. Be, I think that's before my time. Oh, it was great. Know. It was childhood right uh, there. Uh, yeah. But the outside is very industrial looking. Then you walk in mm-hmm. and just get blown away <laughs> by the elegant look of this place. Yeah. It's, 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 I don't know. Look at the pictures. Yeah, <laughs> because I can't describe it. It looks fantastic in here. Well, it's it's something that we hear constantly from people that do walk in here, and that you can see on Halloween if you come by, is yeah. that it just keeps on going. Yeah. Like it looks small from the outside, the room, but no, then it just yeah, keeps you're kinda, on going. You're kind of in the little elbow of yeah. a little L shaped. We look uh, like the smallest thing. place. Yeah, <laughs> and you walk in, and it's just boom. And I tell you, that stage is very retro looking. Yeah, I'm looking at the 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 the. One in the coffee shop here, um, but we we I I hadn't talked to you, Stephen in a while. It's been a I, minute. Yeah, it, it's been a little bit, and then I had to go through. Had to. I wanted to go through and talk to a band that we were we were doing some work with. We had a show plan that got canceled because of COVID, and you were running sound. Oh yeah, that's true. That, yeah, over that's at Scandalous right. Hands, yeah. over at the Prescott Valley uh, Entertainment District yeah. there. Yeah, and that's when you told me what you were starting because I had heard that there was something coming. Yep. I didn't actually know you were associated with it. I heard that it was coming through um, little rumor cool. mill yeah. of of town. But the den, the what's the genesis of that? How did how did how did you guys start this whole process? Is what this was besides? The, is this Vision aside, uh-uh. start I mean, wherever. Kinda, where do you start with the vision? Start, you yeah, so so pretty it. much, this all started. And this sounds weird, but this all started when I was just a kid. Yeah, like I was a punk sixteen-year-old kid that just had no like no nothing to do. Pretty much, I yeah. love loud music. I love skateboarding, <laughs> and I just wished I was in California. Like to, to be to be completely honest, because that's where <laughs> and everybody the scene in California was. is wishing they were they elsewhere were <laughs> right now. Yeah, of course. I mean that that's where my mind was, you know. But like, I didn't want to live in California because it was just terrible. But I I wanted something. I, I, I just wanted something here, you know. There, there's a big difference between the vision of Ca- the the idea of California, the, yes, yeah, and the reality, the reality of California. <laughs> I mean, I grew up in the San Francisco Bay Area. I was yep. on the East Bay, just south of Oakland. I loved growing up there. I it was a blast. It was great, but I could not wait to get out of yeah. there with the the cost, the traffic, the congestion, oh yeah. the knuckleheads, you know, just a little bit of everything. But the the idea of the Bay Area was fantastic. Was awesome. Exactly. Hanging out in North Beach in San Francisco, walking into nine different little clubs, hearing nine different styles of music on any given e- night was exactly. fantastic. Yeah. And, and, and that's pretty much what I envisioned, yeah. right? And being someone who just wanted to have a career in sound... And now I do. And then being someone that just loved music so much, I I was that kid that couldn't go to any shows around here because they were all in bars. So growing up in Chino Valley is where you grew up, Yeah, Chino Valley, but then driving to Prescott and trying to see music or, you know, then, yeah, I would go out to Phoenix every now and then and catch shows and stuff. But it's so much easier when you can, when you live 10 minutes away or 15 minutes away. The, The level of talent. In Yavapai County, Prescott it's area insane. is incredible. It's in, yeah, it's insane. And even at at very young levels, yes. there's uh, there's yeah. a, a whole group of talent in the the teenage years around here. Yes, Drew Hall is one of the one of the guys that really promotes that. Mm-hmm. But to go see it and to go perform mm-hmm. as a talented youngster, you're exactly right. There's Everything's bar related as far as music, with very few exceptions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, well, I, I remember playing at restrictions. Uh, yeah, I, I remember playing at Lizards when I was seventeen, yeah. and we we were made to wait outside. We walked in the back yeah. door, we played our set. No one cared. No one listened to us. And then we got <laughs> off stage and we left, and it was a yeah. terrible experience. And, and my whole thing too is like being someone who works in the music industry now is that. You know, kids that do that and that don't have an opportunity, they get, and if they want to do this as a career, and it's actually a pretty sustainable career if you actually look yeah. at it, 
um, and not just judge it from the outside, right? But what happens is, you know, you get chewed up and spit out when you go to Phoenix or when you go yeah. to Hollywood because there's things like backstage or, you know, um, I'm sorry, backlining and there's things like sound checks and how to talk to a manager or how to talk to a sound guy. There's things that... How to communicate with a booger. Yeah, you just <laughs> learn over time by doing it, but when you don't have access to that, you will get chewed up really fast and yeah. spit out. And that's what happened to me personally, but then I learned over time. Um, so, so fifteen-year-old Steven, growing up in Chino, yeah, you, you've got what? What did you start playing? What? What? What was that first band? Um, it was a metal band, and one of my we're favorites. Called, uh, so we, we, what was our name? We were called Sabbatical Year. It was <laughs> terrible. Um, now, Michael, you grew up in Chino as well. No, I grew up in Prescott. Prescott. I was yeah. born and raised here. Yeah. yeah. So, how did you guys hook up? Uh, so my wife, uh, yeah, my wife, Abigail, uh, was working at the Prescott resort with Steven, uh, about, uh, almost 10 years, 11 years ago. Yeah. Something like that. And, um, I remember going in, seeing my wife and she was like, we're, I mean, we were teenagers still, you know, um, dating and like, I just saw her like so bummed out and I left there going like, man, I wish she was happier. And then she would cut, like afterwards she go you know what Stephen Kinsley made me so happy that he, and he just made me laugh <laughs> hysterically I'm like I gotta meet this guy so eventually I met him but I still felt I don't know why I just feel weird meeting people sometimes <laughs> Stephen ended up just being a really long term like a, a fast friend yeah you know quick friend and you, uh, sometimes you meet he, somebody and immediately you feel like you've known him for your whole life yeah and, and that's kind of how it was and um, even with Stephen moving to Washington and um, during that time, like uh, it was just really cool to be able to uh, maintain. Well, then you, you've and, known Brianna, so my wife, for, yeah, forever. They 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 actually grew up together in, in Calvary and church and stuff like that. Yeah, and like, um, for five, I don't know. It's that whole small town thing that everyone knows everyone yeah. somehow, yeah. and like it would just, you know, yeah. So, so you're tossing this idea around of having a a venue, having an outlet for. Yeah. Yeah, so, for creativity. So mm-hmm. fast forwarding, you know, till now, I just moved back about a year ago from Washington. I moved away for a little bit. Um, just moved back and just going, man, like I need to do this, right? When, but I but I don't want to do this alone. When did you go to to the Pacific Northwest? Because I remember that move from that working like six years ago, hand in hand with your mom a lot. Yeah, Jerry. Like, like four or five years. Well, so six years ago, yeah, because I've been back for a year now, but. Yeah. Um, yeah, my wife and I, we just wanted something different, wanted the actual music scene, wanted yeah. the water, wanted more green, stuff like that, right? And it was actually pretty cool seeing a small town. So I moved to Bellingham, if anyone knows mm-hmm. where that is. Seeing a small town have four or five different, actually even more than that, music venues and a couple all-age venues and actually seeing them thrive, like the whole thing. Yeah. Where you come out, like, so I, I ran a studio out there. I would come out at 10, 11 o'clock, midnight, and we would go see two or three different shows. And then I'd go home. Yeah. And this is a small town. Like I, I always say Flagstaff and Prescott together. So still a yeah, small town Northern compared Arizona. to yeah. yeah, still a small town compared to Seattle, you know? Yeah. Um, but it was just it was cool seeing a music like uh, a scene in a smaller town. And so consistent in a yeah. small town, yeah. And so again we I moved back. I said, Okay, there there's nothing here still. Like I I, I can't be the person to complain still because I was that kid. <laughs> there's nothing here, I just wanna leave, you know. <laughs> and so instead of being the negative, I wanted to be the positive and actually move forward and do something. Mm-hmm. And so I just picked you know, my you know, I just I, I I was I was thinking of people that I wanted to do this with. Yeah. And then lo and behold I just uh, approached Michael with it after doing a bunch of research, a bunch of different ideas about, okay, well, it's a music venue, but well, how do you make money at 10 a.m. on a Tuesday when you're going to only be open from Friday, Saturday, Sunday between 7 and midnight? Yeah. Well, let's do a coffee house. You see what I mean? So I did all these statistics and I did all these numbers and I went and sat at the Raven at 10 a.m. and counted everyone (laughs) that walked in. You know, I did did all that. Like I really, like I'm a very numbers guy. Like I really wanted to make sure that this was going to work. Into the research. Yeah, I did my research and then then I approached Michael. Mm Mm-hmm. I was like, what do you think about this? And he's like, we have to do this. Now, what were you doing at the time? What, what, what's your vocation, so, uh, Michael? Well, um, for the last 10 years or so, I've been doing construction. I've just been yeah. working construction. Um, You're working I, for a living, man. Yeah, I was a working man. And uh, I just, I got hurt all the time. Yeah. You know, it's just being in the trades, you get hurt all the time. And 
Um, I had an unfortunate event in 2018. My mom passed away, and she left um, uh, an inheritance to my brother and I. And yeah. I just want, like, it's one of those things where you don't want to hold on to something that's not yours. It's, it's it, like that money was essentially my wife and I. Like, yeah. Now it's ours. But it's like you, you want, I wanted to do right by her hard work. How, yeah, how can you utilize that to yeah. re- create something? And even if, I mean, and obviously she'd never be able to see it or anything, but it's just for in the back of my head going like, you know, she worked 30 years for this, yeah. you know, what can I do? And so I was looking for a while um, on different ideas to invest in. I honestly was just going to take uh, the money that was left to us and just go into an investment company and just put it in CDs or stocks and let whatever. It and let it grow somehow. Just retire when I'm 60 and call it good. And, but I wanted to do. I wanted to actually live, like truly live my career. And yeah. Enjoy it. And that's when um, Stephen moved back, and we had him over for dinner. And it was that night on the front porch. Where he we kind of agreed to talk further about it. And then from then on, it was just we were meeting almost every day. And then we went and saw numerous buildings. And a lot of people told us no. So people many people like, nope, people. we just want a mechanic shop. Nope, we really? just want, oh yeah. No, oh, yeah, we got down the street on the same on the same street. We literally, our realtor who did an awesome job had to yell at the <laughs> other realtor to even get, yeah. you know, them to listen about this place. Was so because again, our, our heart is for the youth and to do something that's clean and safe here. Yeah. You know, like yeah. that's, that's when it comes down to it, the coffee, like all the music and stuff, our heart is to have a, a safe place for. The sixteen to yeah, that's huge because, like we had said, you know the the I do a, I I record these shows, these podcasts, interviews, yeah. pretty much on location in a ton of different places. Mm-hmm. That brings me into the the bird cages, the the Jersey lilies, and stuff. Yeah, yeah and nothing wrong with those places. They're fantastic. Yeah, and yeah they, of they, they serve a purpose. Mm-hmm. But the bar scene in general, I I went through. A couple of decades of living in bars for mm-hmm. you know that that's a whole nother podcast. <laughs> um, but now to go into a place is almost it, it's not as enjoyable. I love sitting down and talking to people, mm-hmm. but if I never had to step foot in another bar, I'd be a happy guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah and, and something I always tell people is like, look, there's nothing bad with drinking. There's nothing bad with yeah. a bar. Like there, there really isn't. But as far as having, you know, more, yeah, you know, just, just, just more places to go that are, you know, safe safe and like there just isn't here. And all ages. Cause like we said, the level of talent around here is huge. Yeah. And, and again, I was that kid that was going to the Raven Mm -hmm. and sitting there behind the other people hiding because I knew that that person was going to come and check IDs at at 8.30, (laughs) 9.30. Whenever that time hits. Yeah. And I was like, oh, oh, if I go over here and I like do this and and it wasn't because I was trying to drink, it was because I just wanted to watch a show. So. I was the opposite. I, I was the party kid. <laughs> <laughs> I just love. Yeah, and I, I just I I don't know. I just I'm like I'm I, I'm just tired of bars trying to be concert venues. Yeah. When they're a bar, when there's no concert venues. Yeah. And it's like we're trying. We're not trying to. We had so many people ask us. Well, are you getting? Uh, are you going to have a full bar? Are you going to get your license? you know, your liquor license and all that stuff. And we had tossed the idea around for a little bit in the very, you know, but then we realized like, why do we have to, why, why are we offering something similar? Like, let's yeah. be unique. Let's really yeah. reach to the, the, the community of family life, you know, and try to, try to build off of that. You, you've mentioned the Raven a few times. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't think there is currently, because you're not open yet, currently there's not a venue that supports the arts better than, than the Raven. Mm-hmm. Um, Correct. The way, the, you know, you walk in, all, all their it's artwork art. on the wall yeah. is local. Yep. The musicians local. are local. Uh, you get some touring people yeah, every once in a while. Yeah. But... Um, that's the exception to the rule. They, 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 you walk in and you see some of the best talent playing music pre-COVID. Now they're back doing some stuff upstairs and that. But uh, traditionally, that the Raven has been a great spot yeah. for visual 
audio uh, audible is that a mm. word yeah uh, uh, artists and even the written form they would do spoken word things there Dan yeah, Seaman so cool. was running running an, an open mic that I that's where I started performing stand up yeah more and more regular was their monthly they had a Thursday Thursday night spectacular I forget what they exactly called it but it was a great anything went pretty much cool uh, comedy spoken word poetry music Pretty much, any, they, they were, up there, uh, there was people. Cool. People would go up and right. paint as their as, as their, their talent. Yeah. yeah, and it was just a real neat. They ran it for a couple of years, two and a half years, and then obviously last February was yeah. I think their last one. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was a great outlet, and it was great because it was supportive of whatever and any age as well yeah because it was still in the restaurant hours okay yeah yeah i think the closest thing that could even come close to what we're doing uh would be that years ago in prescott valley um there was a place i want to say off of robert road in lakeshore maybe that was a or florentine that was called the pony espresso yeah 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 yeah. and it was it was yeah it was a coffee house but they threw open essentially singer songwriter open mic stuff outside in the front um but they didn't sell alcohol and that's what was, what was cool is they they were they could stay open quite a bit later but they ended up shutting down and it became something yeah. else it's changed yeah, a couple so. of different things I, I yeah a couple of different names over well there. And, and something i always tell people is is because they always go well what about the raven what about the raven um well two things one um i love the raven that's know? yeah and and also like you know, I, I don't see them as competition. I don't see them like I see them as collaborators, right? Yeah. And and, and honestly, like building local business. My only yeah. thing though is is that there isn't a place for the louder music, and that was yeah. That's my heart is is like the punk, the hardcore, the metal, the hip hop, the rap stuff, right? Now there were a and, couple. There were a couple of spots. Scotty's yeah, yeah. was one. Oh, yeah, Scotty's again, one. great spot. I remember going in there and Used hearing some Sundances. Sundances. Right? Yeah. Scotty's. I always tried to get yeah. in. I could never get. Hard, hard luck. <laughs> hard luck. Tattoo was throwing shows too. Hard like metal shows. Yeah, and, there is no metal outlet right here. Not. I'll be completely honest. Not my. Cup of well, tea. Well, yeah, you know, that's fine. <laughs> I've, I've photographed metal shows over the years, and you know, at at twenty two, was walking on going. I'm I'm too old for this. It didn't didn't right. appeal. <laughs> but the 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 metal fans are the most loyal fans they you really will are. ever. Most <laughs> most fervent fans of any type yeah. of music ever. And they yeah. are dying in this area. Yeah. Every once in a while, one of the bars, there's a couple of different spots, Prescott, Prescott Valley. Yeah. We once a year, they'll throw a show yeah. and they'll line up yeah. uh, outside. Yeah. But there's nothing consistent. Yeah. And that's, that's my vision is I want to do, and again, we're not open yet, but my vision yeah. is to do two to three shows a night. I'm sorry, a day. A week. Ah, a week. <laughs> a week. Um, not on top in, that's of not open including. mic nights, yeah. on top yeah. of comedy. That's that's the big room, right? Yeah. Um, and that's that's local acts, that's touring act. That's and we had those lining up already to go before any you know, of this. COVID well, let, let's we get into this. So, so you guys start talking about a year, a little over a year ago. Yeah. Start hashing this out. Yeah. Steven, you're already doing the homework, counting heads, walking mm-hmm. in. You'd mentioned it to Raven, mm-hmm. sitting there just kind of thinking, is it sustainable? Is there a market for it? What's it going to involve? And that's key because too many folks jump into a passion project without doing the homework. Yeah. And that's why, I don't know what the stats are, but, you know, people say, you you know, you, stuff. Fails. what is it, like six months is is most most venues fail in the first six months yeah. to a year. Yeah, yeah, Because most of the time, people aren't doing the homework. Yeah. So you sat and looked at it from the business aspect. Yep. Can this happen? What was the turning point? What, 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 what did you see to where you said, yeah, I think we can pull the trigger on this? Well, I mean, it's, it's the idea of like, okay, music, the venue is cool. Yeah. Right? But is there any money to be made? In that? And that's why most people do alcohol because the profit yeah. margin is insane. It's, like you can buy a case of Jack Daniels for nothing and sell it for four dollars a shot or even more. Six, like yeah. where yeah. are you going? Yeah. yeah, never mind. I'm sorry. Where, where, I'm sorry. where can I go? <laughs> 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 We're talking eight. So so, no, so one bottle yeah. one bottle will pay for your whole case. So yeah. the profit margin is insane. So 
Um, yeah, it's just so coffee is kind of the same thing when you take the the bean exactly the 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 and not I hate even to use the word markup, but the ability to tur- turn a profit and be sustainable with coffee is pretty. It's pretty good. Extremely yeah, doable. Yeah. Yeah. And it's also the the profit margins on um, pastry items, working yeah. with soda companies, working with um, healthier companies. Yeah. So what's what's the vision here? Are you gonna you, you use them establish roasters? What what, yeah. what what do you what what what's it gonna look like once uh, the doors open, the ribbons cut? Go for what it. What are we looking um, at? Yeah. So at least with the coffee house section, uh, what we what we're doing as far as a roaster right now is we partnered with Smith and Will's Coffee Company, uh, and they're local. Uh-huh. They're a local brewer. Phenomenal uh, family, um, extremely hardworking, loyal, and, like, we just want to build local business. Gotcha. And so it, even though there's there's uh, there's corporate types, uh, you know, coffee companies around here that we could have totally used, um, we just wanted to be unique. And so... Uh, we got to try both of those coffees on. It was just absolutely amazing. And so nice. that was that was the initial start. And then inside the coffee house, we're, um, we're offering all of our pastry items in uh, gluten-free and vegan options cool. um, just to kind of uh, really reach out to the health community and also to let parents know that, like, we're not – we actually do care about our yeah. kids' health, you know, and, like, we want – the good stuff going into them, just as much uh, good stuff coming out of out of yeah. their lives, you know. And uh, so, with the coffee house, it's um, we are also hopefully going to be partnering with. Um, there's a, a popcorn, a gourmet popcorn company that oh. my friends are running right now, or helping run. You got me there. They're helping run right now, and uh, Roger and Amy Campos, and phenomenal people, and uh, they really wanted to work with us too. So, so you're you're. A lot of this, as we're talking, is is in the planning stages, in the in the deal making stages. Mm-hmm. You started working on it a year ago. Started getting things going. When did you physically move into this building? So February, like midway through February. Perfect timing, right? Y- yeah, because <laughs> because then we we blinked, we high fived, and then <laughs> coronavirus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what? What did that feel like? I, and I, the reason I have this in mind is working with the town of Chino. We had an event planned for March thirteenth. Mm-hmm. Was going to be the anyway. It's a long and involved story, but March thirteenth was a Friday, and that was the kickoff for about eight events we are going to have leading up into summer. And March 13th was the first and then the last event that happened. Wow. So that's why that date sticks in my head. So the first couple weeks of March, you guys are ready to hit the ground running. Yep. And what happened? Well, so it was it was a bummer because, honestly, like, looking at it from just, like, an outsider's you know, perspective, and, and honestly, in Arizona at the time, it wasn't, it didn't hit us that yeah. hard, you know. But, like looking at it going wow so this this virus is attacking as far as an economy base as far as like a business base it's it's, it's attacking entertainment and it's yeah. attacking food and bev and what exactly what are we doing we, that's exactly <laughs> that's exactly what yeah. we're doing and so being someone who who is doing this for like you know for the town doing this for the all ages community doing this just just to like add something to this awesome town because i truly love this place mm-hmm. going Oh my gosh! Like, are, are all of our dreams going to just shrivel oh, away? Because, gosh. yeah, and, and and honestly, like that's where. So, like, I, I approached Michael as as an investor, right, and then him to be a part of it because he wanted to to, to, to yeah. actually do this with me, yeah. and that's where like, uh, you know, we 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 made everything look really you know beautiful and stuff, but then money just slowly started running out, yeah, because everything was going out, and nothing was coming in because we had plans to be open three yeah. four months later, not. It- and, a year later. And as yeah. we're planning things, and, and the bulk of my vocation is event and, and mm-hmm. covering news events, things of that nature, mm-hmm. we were thinking, okay, we, we see some stuff happening in Phoenix, obviously New York, L.A., yeah, yeah, yeah. huge, hugely hit. See some things happening in Phoenix. Okay, well, what, what do we got? Six weeks? We're going to get rid of this? It's going it's exactly, to work yeah. its way through? Yeah, it's hot, Schools? Yeah. Okay, we're going to maybe not come back after spring break. Oh, maybe we're not coming back this year, but we're going to hit the fall you know, mm-hmm. yeah. term running. It was something. something. It, 
it did not it. happen the way that we we all were envisioning it. Yeah, no. It so didn't. <laughs> how did that then affect your your plans? I mean, obviously you were you were thinking about being open like June, July. Is, yeah, was that the we, target? Yeah, it was. That was actually yeah. identically our target. Yeah, we had a huge party. July. So Adrian and Tony, the guys who run, um, yeah, well, who, who run the tattoo festival oh, here uh-huh. at that resort. Yeah. That was going to be our opening day. Yeah. It was going to be their opening party to the whole fest. And leading up into summer, when we get a ton of folks coming up to the area to yes. escape the heat. So, exactly. And, and, so we had this yeah. whole thing planned. What happened with that, too, is we had also, I remember it was really, it really stunk for us because <laughs> that weekend we, it was a solid, it was a for sure thing. And there happened to be this like lapse period in COVID where we thought we could work it. And yeah, so, things started opening up a little bit in late up, yeah. June, and, early July. And so what we did, we're like, this is for sure. We know it's for sure. And so we went out and spent a bunch of money. <laughs> preparing to, for this party. Yeah, 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 for this for giant thing. And then at Governor Ducey, it was like two days before Governor Ducey uh, stated that um, it was a 50% cap or something like yeah. that. And then... Uh, Those the famous executive canceled. orders. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then the fest was canceled. Yeah, and then we yeah. got the call, and it was just a bummer. Um, I think yeah, it really comes down... <laughs> I think yeah. it really comes down to, like, because Stephen and I have dealt with a lot of this lately, is just, like, how to respond to situations and and how we respond to negative situations. Because, like, with, with this so far, yeah, we've had a lot of, like, it seems like hiccups or whatever, roadblocks... But um, it's just about not letting that determine the end game. And that's huge because so many businesses went under, Mm -hmm. especially the smaller ones. So many projects that were just starting were completely killed. Mm -hmm. How how, how are you guys still able to do it? I would say Jesus. Yeah. (laughs) Literally, we pray a lot. lot A lot of prayer. Yeah. Um, you know, we, I, I, I honestly feel like we were pretty good about our money, like that we had in, in savings. And again, going back to the homework and yeah. the, having a solid plan to begin with. Yeah. And, and honestly, like, I can't thank, you know, our landlord enough. Like, mm-hmm. he's been really understanding, he's been really helpful. Phenomenal. Yeah. You know, we, we still paid, you know, our rent for, yeah, forever, you know, like yeah. for a long time, you know. And so, but he's just, he's been really, just a really great person. He, you know, no one knew that this was, you know, going to happen. Yeah. And so, and, and he's seen the building, he, his mouth hit the floor cause it w- did not look this good before he sees the value that we brought to his place and he is just really thankful. So, and he, and he wants us in this town too, which is cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, we're, we're just pushing away and we're just trying to be wise. And then again, like that's why we're doing the Kickstarter, this Kickstarter. And, and that leads right up into yeah. what I wanted to get into cool. yeah. because projects, that succeed do not succeed under on one person's shoulders. Mm-hmm. They don't succeed with a partnership. They mm-hmm. succeed because of the support system behind it. Yeah, it I sounds agree. like you've got that with family mm-hmm. and and partners. The 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 popcorn, the coffee, yeah, the, those that are are looking at this and saying yes, this is a yeah popcorn. <laughs> this is a a well thought out, well planned investment mm-hmm. um yeah how can people show that support let's get into the kickstarter what yeah so w- what's your goal yeah and then how can people invest in that goal yeah. well can i do the reason really quick please so please. the reason why so we're in this weird time right now where we're waiting for architect stuff and the city and whatnot and instead of michael and i just sitting here watching paint dry yeah we decided okay let's like let's one open up to the community because the community does want this. We've heard and, and testimonials, right? I can't even tell you how many people so have like many. teared up yeah. just hearing about the place, not even seeing the place. Right. So we decided, okay, instead of sitting here doing nothing, let's do something cool. Let's get the community. Let's, let's get, let's get everyone involved. Let's do some cool merch, some cool tears, some cool pledges stuff and try and help us, you know, get that much closer to opening up those doors and fund this, 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 the, the, the rest of the building, you know, the rest of the build out. And so then that's where the idea of the Kickstarter 
came from. And, you know, so merch is, you know, apparel is one thing that we love a lot and you'll see it all over our Kickstarter. Yeah. And and something that we are going to heavily do once we open as well. So we decided, okay, you know, we can't serve coffee. We can't throw shows, obviously, you know, because of the, you know, the, the, the virus and stuff. But our third thing that we're going to do that we're going to be, you know, um, providing is apparel. So let's do that. And then let's also sell once we're, once we're open some cool, like happy birthday stuff and whatnot. Yeah. yeah. So that's where everything came from. Um, do you want to talk about yeah. like our, our goal? And then what was the other thing? Yeah. Anything. Okay, yeah. cool. Just, um, <laughs> just whatever you want. Yeah. So current, There's no structure yeah. here. There's <laughs> more things i got to worry about remembering. Um, <laughs> so currently our goal right now is, uh, thir- is placed at $30,000, and that is going uh, until November 15th. Um, so that literally gives us 16 days left. Yeah, on, from today. From today. Yeah. Um, and... The we are probably a quarter of the way funded right now. We're sitting at about sixty six hundred dollars. Yeah. Now, w- crowdfunding in general, how, yes. what if you don't hit that goal, you don't get any of you it. You don't get any. It's all or nothing. So, so any of the investors that that kick into this, mm-hmm. it's either going to make this happen, or they're not out. Or okay, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they get their so their money doesn't actually come out of their account until the last day of the Kickstarter. Um, yeah. If gotcha. we make it, it's the big if, right? Gotcha. So it's just a okay. But uh, we, yes, we're only a quarter of the way through. But uh, with crowdfunding, there's there's downtimes and down periods yeah, where yeah. you feel like nothing's happening, and and then there's <laughs> and you don't get any sleep or anything. And you don't get any sleep or yeah. <laughs> and then like and then there's testimonials of lots of people who are like, yeah, like I. I was going into the last couple of days with really thinking it was a, a a wash, and it all came in. Yeah, and so like we're well, let's get that stimulus check going, and then people have some money to kick <laughs> in. <laughs> we did it at the wrong time. No, it's actually right. the right time because supposedly it's going to hit after the election. So you yeah. got oh, there'll be like that one <laughs> one and a half week <laughs> that one push yeah. on the when does it end? November what? Uh, the fifteenth. Fifteenth. Yeah. So the twelfth through the fourteenth is really gonna. That's when you're gonna see it peak. I yeah. really how's so. that? Hopefully, I mean, <laughs> I'm gonna take that positivity yeah. and accept Th- it. Thanks, Matt. Um, well, let's get this out there and, and yes, get some please. people involved. I mean, honestly, it's gonna help so much. Yeah. And we tried to make it as cool as we possibly could as far as a Kickstarter go. You know, and we lots just, of work. Yeah, so we much put filming. a lot of work into it. Um, so much filming. Yeah, the Kickstarter sessions. Do you hear about that? No. Okay. Yeah. Can I tell you about that? Please. So all month long. Um, so I, I pre-recorded, we, we pre-recorded video, audio, uh-huh. bands, you know, specifically pay, placed through the whole, you know, the, the, the whole entire den, um, from hardcore to rap to acoustic to mm-hmm. anything to and an everything. excellent to, to cover of to the... To, a, to the Viper band, the Viper jazz band. Yeah, King Copper. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, they're I saw that one. Yeah. They're on that stage. So we're releasing these videos to just kind of do promo and stuff on mm-hmm. our YouTube all the way through our, our Kickstarter. So we're calling it the Kickstarter session. So if gotcha. you go to our website or our, our YouTube channel, you will find them there. Who, who did that Friends cover? That was pretty... That was, uh, then it hit then me. Then it hit me. So you have seen a little yeah, bit of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I didn't associate the name yeah. with your... So yeah. they are out of... Yeah, Then It Hit Me is out of Phoenix, Phoenix. And they are just... An we had a handful awesome of bands people. out of California that yeah. were really, really Phoenix, awesome yeah. willing to travel to do this. Cool. They, they believe in it that much. And so we actually have California supporters too now. Very nice. It's been a scene. It's been rad, actually. So, so testimonials, right? With this whole entire thing through social media and stuff like that, we've been just been hearing so many people touched by this and wanting this, like Michael was saying, from California even. Because again, you're a band and you want to play and you do a little mini tour. And this is a great spot. It's hit. a perfect it's spot. A, yeah, because it's we're right. A, yeah. So, LA to Phoenix, Prescott, and then you can go to New Mexico, you can go to Vegas, you can yeah. go. I mean, there's so, the loop yeah. is insane that you can do. But with those testimonies, we even had a friend in Phoenix um, say that he uh, had run, run into a friend of his, or and the guy was like, hey, have you heard about this crazy thing happening up in Prescott? It's this place called The Den. And he's like, <laughs> yeah, I yeah they're them. my friends. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it, it's cool knowing that, like, just through content-based marketing so far, we have literally expanded our uh, customer support or um, just our, our, our just, overall reach. Yeah. Just insanely all over, you know, all well, over from, Arizona, from what, from all what over you were California. saying, all the content that we've been putting out. Yeah. We've been seeing. Yeah. So, 
And it, it, what you're saying as far as the if, – if especially in a venue of this size, typically it's going to be independent folks, people putting on their own tours. So if they're thinking about going from San Francisco, Oakland, yep. if that's where they're based, or L.A., mm-hmm. and they're going to come through Tucson to Phoenix, up to Flag, branching out to New Mexico or Vegas mm-hmm. – yeah. This is a perfect spot yes. to do a one-nighter, yeah. pop in, build your fan base for that musician or, or whoever. For the bigger bands coming through. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're the off day. If, if you look at tour schedules, which yeah. I have a, quite a bit of them because I did my, yeah. my, my, yeah. my research, Presky is actually perfectly placed, and yeah. it baffles me that there's not more shows here because well, it's West Coast, so it starts up at Seattle, right? goes all the way down the coast and then they do a loop because they don't want to go back up the coast. Yeah. So they do a loop through Arizona and then they go up, you know, Nevada, Idaho, and then they then they go yeah. back to Seattle or Portland. And it's constant. So if you're starting in Seattle, if you're starting in LA. It's a pretty typical tour. Yeah, it's it's a loop. loop. And then people will come from, you know, you know, East Coast to do that loop. So we are perfectly and, and most people like actually big bands will come in and eat here. And then they'll keep on going. Keep, yeah. They'll stop, walk through the square. And they go, man, we should do a show here. And then they keep going. And then they keep on going. <laughs> and we were, and it's yeah. crazy because it's like there's so much talent here. And there's so many people that want to play here. Yeah. But there's no big place to play. Yeah. And everyone says the Elks. And I love the Elks. But yeah. they don't. They have enough funding that they don't need to do any shows there. there there's a couple of spots. The, the push for the Hendrix over it at at the the Mile High Middle, the yeah. auditorium there. Mm-hmm. Raven Sound went in and redid the sound. Uh, Ted Leonard went in and helped. Do, did you do any work yeah, over there? there? No, the, but I, I yeah. I they, they went through to get that and their first kickoff show. And I, what is that seat like? Nine hundred, I think. Where's this at? The Hendrix Auditorium at the Mile High Middle. Huh. Oh yeah, it's that was it's huge. their kickoff show. As a music venue was going to happen in April. Uh, <laughs> and of course, oops. Yep. that's awesome. I yeah. didn't know about this place because yeah. honestly, that's one of and everything that I'm telling people is like I want more music yeah. venues because then that creates yeah. Yeah. the music scene. That doesn't scare us. Not that there's no other one. people coming to town. Well, that's like awesome. Well, and it's kind of like the whole the whole you know marketing mentality for franchises and things. Mm-hmm. You know. A McDonald's doesn't come in and open up a spot in an isolated area. They go, they go okay, right how's Burger to, King doing? Yeah. How's Jack in the Box doing? How's yeah. it? Not to say cookie cutter is yeah, not yeah, what I you're looking you. for, yeah. but right. if there is a scene, if there is support... It will thrive. To, yeah. Yep. Th- you, the more options, the better. Yep. And when exactly. venue owners, when bookers, you were talking about dealing with bookers, when they take that mentality of, no, I am the, yeah. the venue, right. we don't want anybody else, yeah. they are doomed to failure. Yes. Right. Because you need the community aspect. Absolutely. And I, don't, I don't see any bars downtown. I don't see Matt's saloon or whatever. Matt's freaking out saying, no. why did you move right next to me? It's, it's a whole row of bars. Yeah. No, you want to be able to walk in and go, especially yeah. that little strip there, yeah. people will pop into Matt's, then they'll go to Jersey, then exactly. they'll go into Palace, and they end up at the Cage or wherever. I mean, you want to have the, yeah, have that's the variety. And, yeah. and that's my goal. I mean, I would love to leave here, you're right, working here. I'd love to leave here and go see another show. Yeah. Like I would love that so yeah. much. And the key to that too is you don't want them all looking the same. Yeah. And that right. can be the problem with, with Whiskey Row, having having spent a lot of time in there. Mm-hmm. Um you want the different looks. You want the different feel. You want yeah. the different atmosphere so that when you want to go in and have your ears blown out yes. and and right. feel that energy, yeah. Yeah. that I, room on the other side of the wall happen. is perfect. Yeah. Yes. When you want to sit down and hear some music and have a conversation over a cup of coffee, that's where this side of the wall exactly. comes in. That's where, like, the point. Exactly. Um, the, yeah, different, point. the different Great. venues yeah. mm-hmm. where you... And then Mark's Beer Garden. You yeah. can hear some music in the background while you're sitting out in the patio, you know, enjoying a, a cold beverage in yeah. the sunshine. Mm-hmm. You want the variety. And then, of course, there's the palace, which is standalone. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's got a whole different feel. Correct. So... The the need for a different atmosphere, a different feeling Variety. is there. Yeah. And when you walk in the den at Sweet D <laughs> and you look at what this place looks like, yeah. this, there's nothing like this in 
Not the at Quad all. Cities at all. Mm-hmm. It's racking my brain right now. Bird City Comedy Festival. I've done a lot of work with. They do. They were doing some shows. The lounge, and I can't remember what it's called, but it's kind of got this little retro look to it, and it's beautiful. And I can't remember. I is it around re- here? Or is no, it? in Phoenix somewhere. Oh, Phoenix. No, it's in Phoenix. I love that a few people have actually called that stage a talk show stage. No, it's, ex- it's exactly. <laughs> and we'll totally. get to that because that's kind of one of the things I want to. <laughs> it it it, yeah. it it when I first saw the pictures and the videos that are on your YouTube. When I saw this, that blew me away because this what I'm looking at on this stage in the coffee house side is there's nothing like it over here and yes. it's beautiful it looks fantastic and i've got some thoughts of what kind of oh and quick shows shout out right there by the way quick shout out yeah, to carrie for hunky for she's our uh graphic or not a graphic our interior designer and uh she absolutely uh designed from top to bottom this room this coffee house it's and beautiful uh, yeah, she's, just, she's just a great friend. Extremely thankful to her it. for everything that she's done. So she's done great. She's awesome. That yeah, that 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 presentation right there just blows me away. It's fantastic. Yeah, it's it's begging for some spoken words, some storytelling totally shows, comedy, stand up, stand up comedy, slam poetry, I, I, whatever <laughs> it is. You know, we had uh, we, I I had booked. Uh, we had four shows booked at the uh, at the casino. At okay. the at the Yavapai the Cantina, oh, yeah. yeah. The yeah. first one was going to be in April, got canceled, mm-hmm. uh, and through that we booked Prescott Valley Days. We are going to bring in cool. bring in a couple of comics from Phoenix and one from LA. That's awesome. to do the festival type thing yeah. out there. And but what I pitched them because doing doing stand up outside is is not the ideal it's not it's yeah. not the yeah. so i pitched them and i talked with ted over prescott pro sound what are the logistics of doing this we're just going to straight rip off the tonight show and <laughs> start with a eight minute monologue yeah. interview we had the guests lined up we yep. pitched it to them for prescott valley days they didn't want it but oh. they booked it for a summer festival they were going to do, okay. an event. Yeah. And obviously those all went away, but we are going to do that basically talk show format, live music acts, couple of interviews, stand up, um, cool. and do it as a live talk show. And do I it wanted outside? To, well, no, this was, I pitched it for doing it at Prescott Valley Days, and they didn't want, they wanted to straight yeah. stand up, but so they booked it for a, an indoor event they were going to oh, do okay. in cool. July. That's yeah. awesome. But I want to do something along those lines. What was that? <laughs> Earthquake. Yeah. Or, or I was having a stroke. You saw it too, yeah, right? I okay, it. good. <laughs> I would say it wasn't me. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, a live, basically, tonight show for Prescott. Absolutely. And that's what we wanted to do. We, I, and do it like on a quarterly basis. Start, just do a one-off. Mm-hmm. And if it's successful, do it like on a quarterly basis. I not that. Not a weekly, I think it's not a monthly. You yeah. want it kind of as a special event. Yeah, you event. want it s- s- uh, yeah. spaced out. Yeah, for yeah. sure. And uh, that would be fantastic. I think it would be perfect. <laughs> I think it would be awesome. Just bring a desk up there, right? Nah, you don't even need it. You, you remember uh, when uh, on Seinfeld when when Kramer bought the Merv, was it the Merv Griffin set? And he set it up in his living room. Mm. Oh my! Gosh. It's hilarious. It's a, <laughs> it's on YouTube. It's a pretty pretty funny clip. I yeah. Why not? You know, I think that'd be great. The, the, the going back again, not to make this a, a Raven commercial, but when they were doing their Thursday night monthly show, where kind of anything went, mm-hmm. it was it was a lot of fun. We had a great crowd that would show up to support it. Mm-hmm. But the main thing that was that was stood out for me because I can't play an instrument to you know for the life of me can't carry a tune there is no currently there is no venue that allows an open mic that will allow anything but music in the area no, no spoken word no comedy no nothing um and that's i there, there's a market for it there's there is Absolutely. an audience for it but everything is so music geared in this area which is fantastic because there's some great musicians mm-hmm. but there's a lot of other talent out there 
that uh, that it, doesn't have an outlet locally. But it's art based and it can yeah. fit in the same. Yeah, yeah. I hear you. That's yeah. cool. And the, again, I can't stress enough if you haven't seen what you guys have done here, the listener, if you haven't seen what's the, what the den looks like inside, check out their social media, check out their YouTube, and then come by Saturday night and take yeah. a peek. Yes, please. So We'd love to meet you. Where, where are we at now? What's, you, you've got the Kickstarter going up through um, November 15th. Where can they find it? Is the link on the website, I'm assuming? Yeah. You can find everything on our website, all of our social, the Which Kickstarter. Is, so it's thedenaz.com, the den. AZ and there'll be a link dot com. Cool. <laughs> um, so, what are the hurdles now? Where we and we don't get into too much of the nuts and bolts dealing with municipalities and stuff. But where 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 are we at now? Yeah. So, I mean, we're still just waiting on architect, you know, a, pr- a plan of approvals. Okay, so what's it? Boil that down for a knucklehead okay, like me. So, is it inspections so, or? Yes. Okay. So the city of Prescott deems this uh, what we're trying to do, um, the den, as a three-part business. Okay. <laughs> I think it's just reflection from the from somebody's window or something. Uh, we're seeing flashes in the building. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's okay. Just talk through it. We're good. <laughs> okay. Where were we at? Okay, so okay, the yes. three-part business. Yes, the, the city deems uh, the den as a, a three-part business. So what that did to us, essentially, uh, unknowingly, really, is it uh, it divided our business into three different uh, forms of so zoning. Pro- zoning. Gotcha. So and I'm assuming so coffee house, coffee music house. venue, and, a, and actually a mini skate park is what they're calling it. Gotcha. Because of the half pipe in the backyard. So when you go to um, get permits done... They the permits for this room are 100% different than the room right next to us. Can you do it in stages? No. So no, like so if you're going to be a plumbing store, you have to be a plumbing store. Or if gotcha. you're going to be a coffee house. And so that's when they said, okay, you need an architect. Even though we're not building or we're not tearing yeah. down walls, like um, they said you need this architect. So right. we had a couple architect issues, finally got a really good one. And um, yeah, we have to add a couple bathrooms. We can, gotcha. you know, that's why we haven't built our coffee bar yet because they need to see all the plans and they have to approve them first. So the food gotcha. and the city. Um, yeah, we are trying to um, right now. We're we're trying our very best to uh, not uh, push the idea away that we could to- be totally funded and, and and open up the the entire business. Um, but we, we have, like you said, we have been looking for ways to specifically open the coffee house and maybe go in phases kind of, yeah, build bathroom in the coffee house and, and everything that needs the coffee house to run as a part of the den, um, to start bringing profit in. We just have to not cut corners. We can't, we can't cheat the system. We have to go by the city, um, and we want to because we don't yeah, want to yeah. be that one that gets shut down. Well, you know? Two months, five months. Right. We want. To. Yeah, you want to be looking at what's this going to look like in ten years, and, right. th- and that's why we're not throwing shows under the DL in the back room. Gotcha. You know, right now because we want to do this correct. And, yeah. and believe me, plenty of people have asked. Yeah. So many people, <laughs> and so many people have said, "The why don't you guys just bring porta potties outside?" And I'm, and it's like we hear it over and over and again, but. Um, just where we're at with the build out, we have to be compliant and we want yeah. to be, um, it stinks, uh, for the waiting game and it kind of makes us, uh, I don't know, just a, a couple little, sleepless nights, a sleepless night, a, lot, a little, yes. a little bummed out on, on time frame, but we, we expect to, um, to open and be open and we just have so much support through so many communities at this point that. Yeah. There's no way the den isn't going to be a thing. And, yeah. and it goes again to what we stressed before the homework to make sure yeah. it's done correctly. Yep. It's done as a solid business plan mm-hmm. with long term future, long term investment. Oh, uh, yeah. We want to be here for outlook. 50 years. Yeah. yeah. So it's, and it's, we want to expand. Too. Yeah. We want to have one in Flag, one in Phoenix, you know, or wherever gotcha. it is, but we, we definitely want to expand. Best case scenario, when's the first show? <laughs> What's the goal? After the new year. I'm, After the new year. You think so? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Easily. Easily. Just yeah. because of the process of, okay, architect and then some yeah. plan submission, that takes a long time. And then we have to build it. And then we have to build it. And then through that building stage, we have to get everything um, approved and um, all <laughs> of to, that. Yeah. yeah. 
again, exactly. stressing it's, the homework and the solid plan, yeah. making sure this is yeah. for success. Because yeah. you could easily, well, a person could easily go, you know what, let's just start it now. We're yeah. going to go and have a dynamite couple yeah. of months and then... Yeah, where are you next well, spring? And a You're lot closed of, up. Yeah. A lot of people in in, in my mindset, um, we both are numbers guys, but um, from the outside looking in, when it comes to like people supporting the den and the state that we're in now, or supporting us in any way, uh, investing in us, whatever it is, um, they may look at where we're at and say, "Well, why didn't you guys have enough capital?" Yeah, you know, in the first place. And the reality was is that we did. we we did <laughs> yeah. and we through uh, just the the lag through COVID and us still paying all of our bills and all of our every rent and and still trying to make this work we um, it just it fizzles really quickly well especially I, on a building this size yeah and I think it's a testament to how serious you guys are about doing this and doing it right absolutely. And not just having it as a passion project, because passion projects come and go, mm-hmm. but a passion project that you, the two of you, are willing to dedicate so much time and energy to to make sure that it succeeds. Yes. And it, uh, I, I, again, blown away by not just the look of it, but the attitude of, if we're going to do it, let's do it right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And let's make sure that this is something that's going to last and it's not going to be a a one-off or a six-month project that, exactly. oh, well, we tried it and it didn't work. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I can't stress enough that, you know, just in business in general, I, I for the past five or six years, I just asked every question in the book to yeah. every business owner I met to every person I ever met that did any type of anything like this as far as business goes and they always just said do your homework do your homework yeah. and we really did our homework yeah. um, and now we're just going to the community to get some more help and well, to get you guys involved he so. hit it again website social media and yeah. really hammer in on that Kickstarter where can folks find out information mm-hmm. and better yet where can they invest in this project yeah so thedenaz.com is our website at thedenaz everywhere for uh, social, social media mm-hmm. and then you can find our Kickstarter um, on our website so at our sort of thedenaz.com and again there's some awesome merch there's some yeah. awesome you know hoodies and hats and beanies um, to help us get our doors open so yes yeah we are so excited and thankful. And yeah, thanks for doing this, by the no, way, and, d- and doing like, the turnover. Honest, so honestly, fast. honestly, I, I was so I can come in and yeah. I'm, I just see the inside because <laughs> all I saw was videos and pictures. Yeah. But this is uh, this is fantastic. But the videos and pictures worked, right? Yeah, it definitely. You a yeah. little bit. Yeah. yeah. So on a small scale, real quick note uh, that is just really cool about the half pipe because we didn't really talk a whole lot about that, but the just so that parent whoever hears this, if you're a parent or a grandparent. Um, and you have, you know, uh, children in your lives that are into skateboarding and scootering and whatever is that all of those kids in this community know about us Yeah. in the quad cities, like they know, and they have been coming in daily knocking, <laughs> knocking on our doors door. oh, saying, are is the half pipe, you is the half pipe here yet? Yeah. Is it here yet? And so we have support, um, unending support from the extreme sports community. Yeah. And they need it. Skate. Coffee, music. That's right. Those yeah. are the three tags, right? Yep. Or coffee, music, skate, create is our tagline. Oh, because yeah, create, beautiful. It's, this is a creative place. It's an art place. And yeah. not just music, mm-hmm. not just skating, right? We just talked about that. But everything else that we... Yeah. Yeah. So it's a place. We need it. So we need it in this area because yeah. there is, there's so much... So much talent, so much interest, so many people from different backgrounds. Mm-hmm. And to have a place where you can just come and absorb that mm-hmm. and experience that outside of the bar scene is is huge yeah for all and again when i saw the posts of all ages that's key to me i i love that aspect mm-hmm. of being able to introduce people that of all ages to different aspects of art and music and mm-hmm. creativity is huge that's great yeah. Give me, give me that tag. We're just going to close on that. Okay. What's the tag again? Tagline is thedenaz.com. That is thedenaz.com. And it's, uh, 
What's our tagline, Stephen? It's coffee, music, skate, create. <laughs> coffee. No, no, no. Music, I was talking about create. the. Instagram. No, I like that. I'm not talking about that. The Instagram tag. So at the den. At the den. Easy. Yeah. At the den. Easy. I think we were confused. <laughs> so g- give me that again. We're just going to close on that. Coffee, okay. music, skate, create. Beautiful. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you. She will find it in the river Flowing fast as she is wild And her heart looks towards the future Where she'll be she can't wait to find And all the desert cools As the air begins to freeze And she waits to find the love there She lays beneath a tree And so she leads the same life wandering Through the canyons to the coast And she'll leave you there to wander Yeah, she'll leave you there to hope Writing letters to her doorstep Hoping one day she might show They say home is where the heart is But her heart was meant to roam So for the Kickstarter, you know, I think it's a it's a really good cause. I've known Steven for a minute now, and uh, he's always had a passion for music that I really haven't seen in anyone else. So to see him kind of living out his dream and seeing what he's done, I think it's a, it's a good cause. It's something to be proud of for him and his family and his, his partners. So, yeah, support it, buy merchandise, get everyone on board because it's going to be really good for Prescott.